Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Oh my goodness me! What a fantastic goal! What a goal! That is absolutely superb! Huge cheers go up around Emirates Stadium. Hello and welcome to a very special edition of the Arsenal Weekly Podcast with me, Russell Hargreaves. We're here in the Arsenal Media Lounge at Emirates Stadium as we welcome the new head coach, Unai Emery, to the club. Coming up, we'll be getting the thoughts of Arsenal Media's Chris Harris, as well as four leading football writers who join us with their take on the day's events. We kick off with Ivan Gazidis, the Arsenal Chief Executive, who introduced our new head coach to the media. Today... I'm really delighted and excited to announce the new head coach of Arsenal Football Club as Unai Emery. Uh, I know that came as a bit of a surprise and perhaps there were one or two rewrites necessary. But as I said at the beginning of the process, um, those who know won't speak and those who speak won't know. So why Unai Emery? Uh, I followed Unai's career very closely since his days at Valencia and he's always been on my radar screen, has a fantastic record of success wherever he's gone. And interestingly, one of the noteworthy things about Unai's team is that they improve over time. I, we also felt, and I felt for, for some time, that he's a super, superb fit with the criteria that I laid out. Um, but I think... It's very important to move this beyond the paper exercise, and that's why, having taken third-person references uh, from some, some of the most respected people in the game and people that we trust, it was very important for us to move to personal meetings. And it was in the personal meeting that Unai was incredibly impressive. He came in extraordinarily well-prepared with a detailed knowledge of Arsenal Football Club, he had an analysis to share with us, not just of the, his ways of working, his ways of coaching, the team of people that he works with, um, but he had an analysis of all of our individual players, their qualities, and how he believes he can help them to develop individually and collectively in detail. Uh, and also an in-depth knowledge of our off-the-field team and how they could contribute, and how Unai's team would mesh with them productively. But this wasn't a purely technical exercise. I think the thing that distinguished Unai above all of that, above all the process, above all of the things that you can read about him, 
was the chemistry between us and the feeling for football in the room. Unai has an energy and a passion, a competitive energy. Um, and it's this combination of detail, hard work, passion, and a love for football and a win, will to win that made us feel that this fit was exactly right for Arsenal and exactly right for the people that we have working at the club. And it's for all of those reasons and following all of that extensive process that I'm proud and delighted to introduce you today to Unai Emery. So after that introduction from Ivan Gazidis, it was time for the new head coach Unai Emery's turn to face the press. Good afternoon, everybody. All uh, to be here with me, with us. Also, thank you, Kronky family. We, we travelled Atlanta for a meeting with uh, Kronky with family. And uh, for me, it's a very good meeting, very good conversation uh, with, uh, with him, with his son. And uh, all the connection uh, together for, for this project. Thank you also, the chairman, the board. We had a meeting uh, yesterday, uh, Monday morning with them. And also, I feel they feel with the the heart uh, arsenal and the conversation with uh, with uh, the chairman the board is uh, very important for me for for no better arsenal club and also thank you ivan thank you raul and thank you sven the first meeting with uh, Arsenal personnel, the people are with, uh, with the three person who after three hours, I think uh, very good feeling for will work together and for will grow up, create a new present and future Arsenal. Thank you, Arsene Wenger, for your legacy. For all the coach in all the world is a reference and uh, we learned, I learned, learned with him all the things in football. My, my English is not uh, very best uh, now, and uh, I want make an effort for uh, speak with you to the supporter for explain my idea, for explain my ambition, for explain. No, I am very excited for this opportunity. 
a big club, a great city, a grand stadium, and also a great player for, for this work. Thank you. So we've heard from the chief executive and from Arsenal's new head coach. High time we caught up with Arsenal Media's Chris Harris, who joins me now on the Arsenal Weekly Podcast. Chris, it's been a frenetic and exciting day for everybody, but for you as well, you've been following the new man around left, right and centre. We have been um, behind the scenes today. It's been a real privilege to be here. We were here hours before the press conference started to get Unai's first steps in this wonderful stadium. Uh, He's shaken more hands than the Queen today. It's been... uh, Incredible watching him go around, um, see some of the iconic parts of the stadium, go into the dressing room for the first time, um, go into the office, have meetings with um, his nearest and dearest and also with the likes of Ivan Gazidis. He's really impressed us. Um, I think we, I'm not the only person to say this probably, but I think um, we thought he might do it in Spanish. We had a Spanish translator here. We had questions lined up uh, in Spanish and he insisted on English. And I think that shows a lot about the, the guts of the man and, and the and the determination to learn the language and be able to communicate quickly. Even though he's talking in his second language, though, that passion, that emotion came across. I think the way he spoke in the, in the press conference, the way he spoke to us as well, there's a real spark about this man. And I think it's something that's going to get the Arsenal fans on the edge of their seat as well. And that spark and that determination, clear to see from what we saw, you had the pleasure, as you've just said, of seeing even more before. What was your kind of instinct, your feeling to the man as he looked around this great stadium and just got that inkling about what he signed up for? I think he seemed very statesmanlike. He came in a very natty Arsenal suit, which uh, I think will endear himself to our fans. There's a steely-eyed determination about the man to be a success. Here's a man who has had success at Sevilla. He's had success at PSG. He's been a coach for you know more than a decade. He started very young after suffering an injury. He lives and breathes the game. Coaching seems to be in his blood. His father and his grandfather were in football as well. And... What impressed me talking to Ivan Gazidis about him, and here's a man who's had a lot of talking to do on the back of very little sleep. Ivan's enthusiasm was off the chart. And he talked about the process. He talked about the interview process where Unai came in with dossiers on the players. But it wasn't just about, you know, creating a PowerPoint on what Aaron Ramsey could do better off the ball. It was about, you know, it's just when you scratch the surface, the follow-up question from the, from the selection committee, there was a good answer. Another follow-up question, another good answer. It, the depth of knowledge there really impressed Ivan and he was he was just so enthusiastic about talking about the, the new head coach today. And you've alluded to a lack of sleep there, this whole process. Yes, it's been painstaking and meticulous and it's involved a trip to meet the Cronkies and, and the works in Atlanta, Georgia, hasn't it? Yeah, well, Atlanta's where they, where they met the Cronkies. There were NFL meetings over there and uh, Ivan was telling us about how they had to separate at Heathrow Airport. So they wanted to keep this as clandestine as they could. So he's, he's sitting three rows away from Moonai and then there's uh, Sven just down the, down the aisle or something. It's uh, <laughs> it, it, it conjures up quite a funny scene, but they've worked very, very hard to keep this process very secretive. And that togetherness is very important within Iamri, along with the Cronkies, along with even Gazidis, but also with two other key figures now in this almost triumvirate that's going to hopefully drive the club forward. Yeah. 
Absolutely, yeah. It's it's very much um, a team game now. The structure has changed. Um, Ivan spoke before Arsene Wenger left about how over 22 years he's, he'd earned the scope and the breadth of his job. But now it's a different structure. The head coach has slightly different responsibilities. The player recruitment, there is a, there's a different process there. But it's a modern process. It's a modern head coach and a modern club. And very exciting people beyond to work with as well, which hopefully, as we look to medium and to long term, will set this club back up to exactly where it wants to be. Let's finish with a thought on that. Exactly, yeah, exactly. The fans will want that. I think the empty seats we saw at the end of last season, we won't see that again. There'll be an excitement about the fan base we've not had for quite a while. And I talk about the global fan base there as well. We see it on social media. There's a, there's a genuine excitement. I think ultimately they want results. They'll be judged by results um, any head coach. I think what's interesting is that the fans will enjoy this moment, but then they'll want to know what's next. Who's coming in? How's he going to assess the players? You know, who's going to come into the squad? And that's the next conversation I'm sure we'll be having. Arsenal Media's Chris Harris joining us on the Arsenal Weekly podcast. Chris, thank you for your reaction on this hopefully momentous day. And uh, in a couple of moments, high time we got the thoughts of some of the, the press, the football writers, and their take on the day's events. Let's hear from another Arsenal insider on the Arsenal Weekly Podcast. Well, the members of the press have now had uh, a couple of hours to digest some of what they've been hearing today. And first up, the London Evening Standards, James Ollie joins me. James, appreciate your time. What have you made of what you've heard from Unai Emery and Ivan Gazidis today? Well, first of all, I was surprised he, he spoke in English. His English was much better than we were led to believe. And I thought when he read his initial statement that was kind of going to be it and we were going to switch to Spanish um, he's just done a separate dailies briefing upstairs where we sort of encouraged him and he wanted to speak in Spanish because he wanted to sort of um, explain himself a little bit better which um, I think is you know the right thing to do but I think in front of the cameras you know he, he made that effort Ivan seems absolutely delighted with the appointment um, and you know it's onwards and upwards from here I think a demanding manager was the very first word he used when asked about his own kind of credentials and style to the wider media conference. Um, I thought that was quite interesting. Yeah, and I, th- I think it's demanding both sort of on a physical sense in terms of training, but also on the, the preparation side. I think I think what they were both keen to stress from their various points of coming at this was that this has been a meticulous, thorough process for Ivan and Raul and, and Sven Mislintat. They've been, um, I think they said, a 100-page dossier they submitted to the board um, um, along with their recommendation of Unai as manager. Um, and clearly Unai as well had done his own work. Before the interview, he, he apparently was um, uh, very detailed in terms of his knowledge of the players, um, the club, and even some of the backroom staff that he might not have known um, too much about before applying or being in, invited to apply for the job. So um, clearly that, that process for both of them has paid off to get them where they want to be. And just finally, from your initial reactions of today, a potentially good fit? I think so, because I think that he's... People are focusing a lot on the Paris Saint-Germain side of it, but they're a little bit of an outlier, really. You know, you, you, I think if you go back to Sevilla, you go back to, to those three uh, Europa League wins and, and taking a team with a, a more modest budget to take on the bigger sides in, in Spain and, and obviously in Europe in, in the Europa League case, that's kind of where Arsenal are at at the moment. And I think from that point of view, it's, it's a good fit. He knows, he knows what he needs to do to, to use those uh, limitations to the best of his ability and to, to get the best out of his side so as long as he's given a, a few few quid to spend because I think they do need one or two players I can see him uh, you know doing well James appreciate your time pleasure well next up after James I'm delighted to say that the uh, Mirrors John Cross joins me Crossy uh, a man who's obviously been on the Arsenal Weekly podcast a lot over this season or coming to a, a bit of an end with this really exciting announcement today what did you make first of all of, of what you've experienced I was really impressed actually um 
Listen, I think it's really important for a, a manager working in England to to speak English, and I love the way that clearly he is still going to be learning some English. That's obvious, but I love the way that he immediately re realised that and recognised that, and then spoke good English, much better English than I was expecting. I thought he came across really well. I thought he spoke with a passion and an understanding of what the fans might want. I think the fans will be really excited by this appointment. I really liked the way that he spoke. He recognised the values. He paid tribute to Arsene Wenger. He understood what might make the club tick, might, what might work in terms of style and play. I think it's ticking out all the boxes as far as I'm concerned. Really, really impressive press conference. Certainly one thing that I felt is that feeling that, yes, there's short-term things that need to clearly be done, but it's that, that medium-term gain as well that can incrementally happen. It's not trying to do everything at once necessarily. No, I think you've, you've got, to, got to be gradual about it, I guess. Um, I think it's interesting that basically, I do think you probably have limited, and when I say limited, just by comparisons to some Premier League clubs in terms of funds, I like the fact then that basically he's going to um, take the opportunities he stressed in his press conference to, to work with and coach players. I really like that because this squad is, is, I think, better than sixth. But it, it needs some work and some coaching and I think it's going to be step by step. I think it's going to be a gradual process and I think he's obviously going to have to take time with the players. Crossy, same question as I asked to James finally. Is your gut reaction this may well work from what you've witnessed today? Oh, yeah, definitely. I come away really enthused. I can't pretend. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. That's... I wouldn't have preferred an, a, a, a candidate, a, a manager or head coach with an Arsenal connection. Um, I, would have, I would have preferred that. But I like the way that he then has almost addressed that for me by basically understanding the club's values, uh, stressing the way that he wants to play, getting a very important message across to the supporters. Um, and I like the way that he's immediately bought into into appreciating just how important it is 
to to kind of keep those fans on side, get his message across to the fans and really sort of kind of make that work. John, we'll let you get back to your article and thank you very much indeed for all your contributions today and over the season. Absolute pleasure. Let's hope for a really good season under Umar. Well, thanks to Crossy. Next up, we're going to speak to the Suns' Dave Kidd. And uh, Dave, appreciate your time here on the Arsenal Weekly Podcast. What's your initial reaction from what you've heard today from an Emery? I thought, um, considering his sort of relative lack of English, he was pretty polished. I um, thought he came over extremely well. Um, I think he's a guy with a good pedigree. I think he's a decent appointment um, in the circumstances. And I do think there are sort of reduced circumstances at the club at the moment, no matter what um, Ivan Gazidis was saying. And Gazidis was quite, probably slightly more striking to me was how bullish Gazidis was. Um, referring to it as the number one job in, in, in world football, which was quite an extraordinary claim. Um, not one I'd necessarily agree with. Maybe he'll go. Maybe Emery will go and prove us all wrong. And, and, and but it is it is you know, it is a hell of a job, and it is you know has still got a great luster and a great history of this club. And I think Emery, given that he's sort of it's difficult to say he's just won the treble in France, but it actually was a relative failure his his time there. So in some ways, I think. There must be a part of him that thinks I'm quite lucky to get a job as good as this off the back of what was not a, a roaring success in Paris. Talking, obviously, of ball retention and possession and pressing as a couple of his kind of quite aggressive and quite big tactics when he was speaking to the media earlier. Could you see the players buying in and this working out maybe better here at Arsenal than at PSG? I think that that emphasis on pressing just in, in general terms is something that slightly differs from, from Wenger. Obviously, he's going to play possession, possession football and try and... He's not going to come in and be Sam Allardyce. We know we know that there's no way that the board would have gone for, for, that, kind of, for that kind of candidate. So, uh, Big Sam would come in with his bullet point presentation as one of these eight uh, interviewees, and I very much tell he was, then I think that wouldn't have gone down so well. So, um, yeah, listen, it's, it's not going to be a, a major transformation in playing style but there may be more of an emphasis on pressing from the front which is not always something you've associated with Wenger's Arsenal and just finally what's your gut reaction Dave do you think from what you've heard today from from here and from Ivan Gazidis that that this might work for Arsenal I think it might but I think that there is a real real challenge for whoever was going to take on this job I think I think the fact that they finished almost 40 points behind Man City is not um, a freakish occurrence I think that's where Arsenal are at the moment they're outside the Champions League by some distance um, I think the squad is unbalanced I think it lacks quality in key areas and the, and, and the transfer budget is not particularly huge so Emery's got his work cut out as would anyone else that is not to be negative about Emery I think Emery's a good you know a good a good candidate good fit um, I think there needs to be patience from the board and from the supporters. I don't. I think Kazidis um, has said that to us in, in the written press as well that, that that patience is necessary, and I think that's going to have to be that's going to be key uh, over this next season. Suns, Dave Kidd, thank you very much. Cheers, thank you. Well, from the Suns, Dave Kidd, we finish with the Times, Matt Hughes. Hughes, welcome to the Arsenal Weekly Podcast. Um, same question I've asked your colleagues: um, What's your initial reaction from what you've seen and heard today? I thought he did well. I was impressed with his English and his confidence in speaking it in the you know live on television. Essentially, um, obviously, we have to wait and see what he does in the transfer market, the way he interacts with his players. But I sort of I welcomed his kind of message of hard work and sort of a new direction for Arsenal. And is your feeling that this is a a short to medium term venture or one that has got that potential to grow, kind of incrementally, given a few issues that do need to clearly be addressed? I think everything in football is short term these days. Obviously, Arsene Wenger is, is, is the last of the sort of um, dynastic managers. Um, I think it's a relatively short term contract. If he does well, obviously, it can be extended. Um, but yeah, I don't see him being here for 20 years. 
demanding manager is one of the first things he said in the main media address down here where we currently are, Matt. Um, getting the best out of the squad he has and working with what he's got is going to be one of the key issues here, isn't it? Yeah, it is, because Arsenal, although they are a big club, haven't got the budget of Manchester City, United, even even Chelsea. Um, so he's going to have to improve the players he's got. He is you know, an old-fashioned training ground coach from what I've been led to believe um, and he sets great store on developing players which fits into Arsenal's traditions um, so let's see if he can do it And your gut reaction finally do you feel that this will be a success and why? It depends how you judge success I suppose I think of the candidates that were available I think it's a smart move he's got a clearly got a more proven track record than Mikel Arteta who obviously attracted a lot of interest and support um, I think success would be getting Arsenal back into the top four I think anything else given where they are is, would be would be unrealistic um, so let's see if he can do it Times Matt Hughes appreciate you uh, rounding off our chat with some of the journalists here in the uh, Arsenal media room Pleasure So, as we welcome one Spaniard to the club, the final word today is a very fond farewell to another, the brilliant Santi Cazorla, the midfield maestro leaving us after so many wonderful performances and unforgettable memories. Thanks to the fans because they saw a lot my son and, and it's very special for me because uh, the fans uh, they uh, I lost a lot to me. Pentasaker, what's up, No worries, mate. No excuses. No excuses. Like, no worries, mate. No worries. This is my life, uh, football, no? I have uh, passion for, for, for this game, no? for this sport, because uh, always when I go play, um, I, I go to, to home and always watch the games, watch uh, Champions League, watch uh, another games. And for me, it's the most, the, best, uh, the most important thing in my life, football, and it's important uh, to be uh, passionate. Strike, what a goal that was! Arsenal are back into the tie, and it's Santi Cazorla with a wonderful free kick.
which is important, feel happy, no? In football for, for the players is is important, no? The, to be uh, happy on, on the pitch and on training, on dressing room. And I try every day uh, to be happy for finishing it. Well, that is now full time for this season. Our thanks to Unai Emery and to Ivan Gisidis, as well as to Arsenal Media's Chris Harris, plus to our four leading football writers, to Matt Hughes, James Ollie, Dave Kidd and John Cross for their contributions today. All that's left from everyone here at the club is to wish you a brilliant off-season. The Arsenal Weekly Podcast. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.